Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show. Today, we're going to continue on with our simple offense or simple spread offense, whatever we want to call it. Today, we are going to dive into the ISO run play. Before I talk about the ISO run play and draw up how I've seen it or how we do it or have done it, please, if you're listening to this in audio form, it can be found wherever podcasts can be listened to. Please leave a review. Please uh, follow it or subscribe to it if you can. All that stuff, share it out. It helps me out tremendously, and I thank you so much. The video version, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a comment, all that stuff, please. It really does help me out, and I appreciate it. Please take that five seconds to 10 seconds to do that, and I appreciate you so much. You go to the playlist. There's a bunch of football coaches on there, non-football stuff, the simple offensive stuff I want to put out there. It's all there. Go to the playlist sections there. Hit the subscribe button. Do all that stuff. Thank you so much. So let's dive into today's episode where we're going to talk about the ISO run play. The ISO run play is considered a gap scheme where we're, we're protecting the gaps. We're going to insert a guy kind of like power. Power where we have a skip puller inserting to the gap. Uh, we have kickouts, all that stuff. So to some, it's considered a gap scheme. Now, ISO really works. We're going to, we're going to discuss ISO today out of an even man front. So we're seeing an even man front, how you block it, how does it look? This is a downhill run play. And to some, it can be considered belly, to some, it can be considered lead, um, however you want to call it. For us, this is ISO. And ISO, we are getting double teams somewhere. We're, we're blocking first threats on the line of scrimmage. We're getting kickouts. We have an insert guy, whether it's a wing a running back, a motion guy into it, anything like that. And I'm going to talk specifically for linemen, but we'll talk tight ends and the wings or sniffers. 
you are ISOing the first linebacker to that side. So if you call ISO right, you are ISOing the first backer to that side. And then off of ISO, you can do other things, but we are specifically going to talk about the base play of ISO versus an even man front. So in order to run ISO and in my world um, and teams I've been on or what we do, if we want to run this, um, you need to have an insert guy because against an even man front, you're probably going to see, you know, you got your even man front with the four down linemen somewhere. You're going to have two inside linebackers. You know, if backers walk down, those backers walk down, it, we want them to go to the outside. They do not have any preference in this run play. We don't really care unless they walk down to the line of scrimmage. Then we have to adjust, um, but we'll get to that. Um, so you have to have an insert person. So the simplest base way is you have to have a wing back or an H back. So right now drawn up, we have two right receivers on the left, our X and our H. We, this would be like wing right. So on the right side, we bring our Y down. He's a wing. He's lined up about a yard or so behind the right tackle a yard or, and then, you know, about three to four feet to the right. Our Z is out all, and he's going to have to be on the line of scrimmage. So right here, you can run ISO either way, but we're going to be simple right here. Right now we have a five, a one, a three, and a five. And we got two inside linebackers, an outside linebacker walk down. So ISO is a downhill run play gap scheme. So for purposes, this is going to sound similar to inside zone that we've talked about. If you watch my video on inside zone against the even man front, it's very similar. So right now, if we call ISO right, okay, ISO right. If you take a straight line down the center, we are going to ISO for linemen, the first linebacker to the right of the center. So even if there's a head-up guy, if you get a 3-3 three, three stack or anything like that, head up the center does not matter. It is to the side that we call it. So if it's ISO right, we are ISOing the first backer. So we are ISOing this backer for linemen. That's a terrible drawing for you guys watching the video, but that's who we're ISOing. So the linemen know we have to do our best to not get to him because that's going to be the wing's job. That is his job to get to. Now, the only time we want to block this linebacker, he walks up to the line of scrimmage. We have to block him. It's just told you rules are made to be broken or tweaked. Um, if we're double teaming, he scrapes over. If you motion a guy like if the H was to the right, we motion and they bump out and we're double teaming. He shows up in the line of picture. We have to. So for tackles, you have head up to outside, and we'll get to what happens in a four-eye in a minute. If a four-eye, you still have to be responsible. For right now, you're head up to outside. So you're going to kick out. And this, this is you can teach however you want. You can do near foot and kick out. What's been happening for us personally is we can get beat across our face. So I'm having them knife with their opposite foot. So for the right tackle, we are not stepping out with our right foot. We are going to knife in with our left foot to try to get him to come out. And then we drive him to the sideline. So we're going to step in with our foot, drive him out to the sideline. Right guard has head up to first threat. So if there's a head up guy, he's got to take him. If there's a guy in the gap, he's got to take him. If there's a one tech to that side, he's got to take him. But we also have to look to see if there's a threat to the side we're going, similar to the uh, inside zone blocking, if you watch that video. So right now we have a three technique, same thing. I, I would love to have knife the near foot and drive. I don't want to get beat inside. We really want to step in and kick out. Um, center has to block head up to the very first threat to either side, whoever's closest. So if this backer were, so right now we have a one tech. 
Right now, he's thinking that's where he's going. If this backer walked up and was the right side shade, he knows that's where he has to go. Now, we'll, we'll get into different things on ISO here in a second because you could also wham him. You could have the tight end still get there and just wham him. But for installing purposes, when you're coming in into the summer or if you guys are lucky enough to have spring ball, this is what you're going to look at. So right now, in a perfect world, I know some of you defensive coordinators I've become friends with over the podcast. I know Coach Gower, I'm going to call – you tell me all the time. You told me before, we draw them up against even man fronts, but this is for install purposes. Center's going to block first threat, so he's going to block the one technique. Left guard has head up to first threat. There's no one head up. There's no one um, to the three tech side, so he's got the one tech. So now we know we're going to get a double team on this one tech to the backer that we're not isoing. Backside tackle has the same exact rules as the right tackle. We're going to knife in and kick out. Our wing back has to not shuffle. He's not skip pulling. He's not shuffling. He is sprinting. He has to churn and be athletic. He's got to find the first open gap. So the way I have it drawn up with the right guard kicking out the three tech, there's a gap between the guard and the center. He is sprinting to find a gap, and he is going to hit that backer that we just ISOed with the lineman. If that three tech knifed in and the run, and our, run, or our right guard had to take him vertical, he knifed in enough when we just down blocked him, okay? That gap might hit right off the right tackle's butt. So he's just finding the first open gap, kind of like we do with skip pulling and power. He's going to hit directly up to get to that backer. Now, the handoff, you can do different ways. You could be offset or a sidecar in the backfield with the quarterback and running back and hand it off like an inside zone. So you can work on the same footwork, but it's more downhill. And he's trying to read where the Y is going. He's trying to find the first gap and just hit the gap. You can do it that way. You can do it where... You're on the same side as the wing. Okay, so he just churns, open up to the same side and follows him. Some find that to work very well. Um, you can do sidecar either way, whichever works for you. I prefer to have opposite sidecar. So that way, if you want RPO or you have something um, and you're not teaching something completely new, you could keep. Um, inside zone steps, but we just know it's going to be a handoff or setting it up and all that good stuff. Or a really good way to work is um, behind the quarterback in a pistol look, not necessarily three-yard pistol, but behind. Um, you can open up opposite and cut in. You can open up the same way. It does not matter. Preferably for me, I like sidecar. And then you can do same. So I like to do the sidecar both. And I like to do all three, but there's ways you can do it. You're teaching this. You're not teaching any new footwork. It's inside zone purposes. So this would be ISO right. It, we could go, you go wing right, however you want to call this. If this is your base formation, wing right, ISO right. And this is what we're doing. Linemen are blocking who they need to block. And we're ISOing that linebacker. And again, you can go sidecar either way. You can do the same side, opposite side. You can do behind. If you do all three, it keeps defenses on their toes. They're not going to key where the running back is. They're not going to key where that wing is. Um, this would be like a day one if you have a spring ball install. Or for me in the summer, this is the first thing for ISO that we would do for installing. Now, out of this exact same look for audio listeners, out of the same look, two eye receivers on the right, our wing on the left, the wing is on the right, the Z is out of the line of scrimmage. We have our quarterback running back in the backfield. 
five, uh, one, three, five, two linebackers in there. You from this position can run ISO right, of course. You can still run ISO left. Now, the thing you have to know is when you do ISO left, you're going to get a different flow. So I'm going to draw up in a perfect world and then shout out to Coach Rudolph who talked to me about this, online coach at Ohio University. We talked about the flow because if they're reading the wing or the linebackers flowing with them, different aiming points. So right now in a perfect world, if you go wing right, ISO left. Hey, all you football coaches out there, I know if you're like me, we want to be simple. And we're always looking for a way to add to the game. Drills, plays, all that stuff. Okay? So if you're like me and you're looking for drills, you're trying to figure out how to do this, well, there's no simpler way than getting back to the basics. So I want to thank Coach Stone for contributing, sponsoring this podcast, helping me out with other things. So I need you guys, if you want to get back to the basics, you need to go get this book, Back to the Basics Football Drill Manual, from Back to the Basics from Coach Stone Football. This book is 500 pages, over 500 pages. And it goes from offense, defense, special teams, tackling, turnovers, everything that you need is right here. You get this book and you look at all of his other stuff, you will never need to go look up another drill again. It has like all these drills. I kid you not, this book has it for you, okay? So if you're like me, and we always talk about becoming simple, we're always talking about making things easier on our players, back to the basics is for you. So please go to coachstonefootball.com. It has this book on there. I believe this was was Coach Stone's first one. You need to go on there and get it. Um, coachstonefootball.com it's on there I think it's on Amazon but if you go to his website there's so much other stuff I recommend going to the website Um, there's other books on there but this is the first one you need to look at for drills from all aspects of the game there's over 100 drills I believe in this book so again go to coachstonefootball.com go get this book and let's get back to the basics wing right ISO left Nothing changes for the linemen except now they know if we're doing ISO left. We block the first linebacker to that side of that center. If we draw a straight line down the center, first linebacker to that side. So last time we ISOed the right linebacker, now we're ISOing the left. So our linemen know we're doing our absolute best to not hit that linebacker. Tackles have the same exact blocking rules. Right guard has the same blocking rules. Since he has a three-tech, he doesn't have to worry about the double team. He's worrying about kicking out. Center and left guard. Before they double teamed to this backer to the left because we weren't isoing him. Now they know we have to go to the right because our we have to have our Y run and insert and block. So the left guard knows I'm aiming for this one tech. Now we're going to inside zone looking rules where the left guard's got to overtake this guy because we cannot ask our center to turn to double team and then come off for here. Now we can gallop we can cower we can swing and hit we can pick the foot up and swing our hip into here blast off and go however you want but we know we can't just shove a guy that way because if that linebacker comes flying through and we're not coming off the double team our why is not looking we're going to give that up so the center is just going to flip the flipper off the shoulder to this linebacker why is sprinting finding the first gap to get to this linebacker 
as quickly as he can. If you want to do sidecar, he follows him. Or if he sees another gap, he hits that gap. You can do it behind him. You can do it on the same side. Doesn't matter. Just if you want to do sidecar, if you're an inside zone team, like we're going to run inside zone, this is how you steal reps. So right here, you just have the wing. You did the same formation and ran two different, the same run play to the right and to the left. Now, this is how you make it easy on your guys without changing anything. Now, a problem with this is, like I said, discussing it with Coach Rudolph, if these linebackers see this Y and he is you know, moving that way, the flow might be a little different. So this linebacker is going to flow a little bit. So our aiming point for the tight end or this wing back might be a little wider, never know. Or he's going to hit here and have to go out. Probably like him to come inside here, but he's probably going to have to come out. This linebacker might flow over the top. If you're seeing that on film, this is where maybe you have to adjust to the lineman and say, okay, center, I want you to blast off him and get there. Now this becomes a little more difficult and more practice. If that linebacker is flowing over the top, over the top, that center may not get to him. So now it becomes a traditional double team where the center is going to hit here, gallop or, or cower or whatever you want to do, blast into here, and it's more straight off here. And hopefully our running back doesn't run this way. If he decides to blitz, he's running off of here. This is not a home run hitter. This is, you know, three, four yards in a cloud of dust. This is a downhill run play that we're looking to to get in the gap. So you have to look at the linebacker flow as well. Draw it up in a perfect world, that's great. But realistically, if they're seeing that cross, it's got to hit there. And that's why sometimes talking to coaches, maybe crossing it on ISO is not the best option. I like to do it to keep defenses on their toes. But like I said, if you want to keep, if you will just want, if it's wing right, ISO right, oh, coach, you know, Steve, you idiot. Like they're always going to key that way. Like if he's on that side, they're going to run ISO. It's not true. Now, how you do that is like I talked about where you got to figure out with the running back. If you do it while they're behind and it's always ISO right, ISO right. But what if you do other plays out of this? They're not going to know that. If you do the same side, now they're going to think maybe it's ISO left. Maybe you do ISO left from the opposite side a couple of times and you set it up. If he's on the same side, are they going to know? Are you doing other things? So that's why I don't want to hear, oh, when the wing's there, you know, whatever. You have to do things out of other formations. So out of this, you are an inside zone. Maybe that's how you see the flow if you're doing um, split zone. Out of this, you run a pass play. Out of this, you're running power. Out of this, you're running whatever. Power switch, you're running um, you know, guard and wire or sniffer uh, counter. You have to be able to do other things out of the formation where they don't key on that, okay? So you could still do this, and every time the wing's on the right run, ISO right, ISO right. If he's on the left side, we're not going to run ISO left, ISO left, ISO left. Nothing changes. You can keep it that way. Just move the running back around. Um have a signal where he's on the same side, have a signal where he's in the backfield, all that stuff. Does not matter. You can manipulate the defense, even with how the running back is lined up, so that way they're not keying on what you're doing. You can run this with an H-back. It's the same thing as having a wing. You're just bringing a guy in. So like I said, if they're keying on the H, this isn't as cross. Maybe they won't get as much flow if you're worried about the wing because the wing has a long way to go from the right side or the left tackle all the way in. So with a sniffer, you can do this too. You can do it from a pistol look. You can do it on the same side, offset, doesn't matter. I like sidecar because you're teaching inside zone steps as well if that's who you're going to be. Same exact blocking rule. So this time drawing up a five, a three, a one, a five. 
Linebackers are probably going to come in a little tight. The linebacker comes flying from the outside and making the play. you got to find a new running back. Same exact blocking rules up front for the even man front. we got to kick out with our tackles. This time the left guard, if we're doing ISO right, we're ISOing the first backer to that side. So the left guards have to step in and kick out. Now center and guard, since the one tech's on the right, we're ISOing right. We should not touch that guy. This is where... You know, if they line up like this, I'm not saying they're going to, but if they do, right guard knows he's going to have to take over that nose guard. Center's going to pick, you know, put his leg up to kind of flipper, bash into him to get off. It's not a true double team, but you're just trying to collision here and then come to the linebacker. H is going to sprint up the gap into here. You can do sidecar where he's seeing this because if this guy flows over, this looks messy, he can cut it back. Um, that's kind of why I like sidecar and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. Again, I've said a million times like inside zone, you can do same where he just follows. Maybe he can still see to cut back that could work too. And the same thing when the running back is in pistol, if you want to do like a Gus offense or a coach Deerman, if you want to open up the same side, that's great. If you want to open up opposite. So that way, if he does see this huge gap, he can just hit that and not even worry about following him. I think if you can do all three, and teach the same steps on their sidecar on the opposite. It looks like an inside zone real quick. If you're doing it on the same side, it's it's an inside zone step. If you're doing pistol, he's just opening up and turning hand in whichever side. If you can do all those either way, those three, I think you're going to be in really good shape. The defense is not – because you know defenses, they want to key on that running back. I think he'd be in a pretty good spot. And, again, with an H-back, if he's on the right side again, so I, the formation receiver on the left by himself, you have the sniffer between the guard and the tackle. Two receivers on the right. You can do ISO right out of this, which we just drew up. You can do ISO left. Again, I'm stupid simple. So up front for our five techs and our three techs, they're just kicking out. We're in ISO left, so we're in ISO the left backer. The center and right guard, no. They have to double team on this nose guard to get to this backer. H is quickly going to run up. And again, if you want to do sidecar and teach the inside zone steps, you do it this way. He is following him up the field. And the reason why this is really a gap scheme to me is because any gap could open up. He doesn't necessarily have to follow that insert guy. This is kind of where I like, if you watch my video on inside zone, those rules and these rules, they look very similar. We just have to understand which way we're going and what the flow is kind of like an inside zone, but sometimes, you know, those interior guys have to know which way we're really going, who are isolating. The tackles are pretty simple. They're head up to kicking out and, you know, well, four eyes later on, probably another episode. They just have to understand the flow. So this, they pick a gap. So if that H-back or the wing is inserting and it's a real cloudy, but we see a gap, we have to cut it and get there. That's why it's gaps. It's going to hit somewhere in a gap. So this is a nice compliment, I think, to if you have a, running, a downhill runner, this is a great compliment for that. And this is a great compliment for inside zone, in my opinion. And that's it, guys. We're going to talk about ISO through an even man front. We'll talk about stuff later on. This, again, I cannot stress this. The blocking scheme with this, and if you want a combo zone for me personally, is very similar to each other. So you're stealing reps. You're getting double team reps. If you've got a downhill runner, great. This can really get downhill. But remember, to run this and you want to run the ball like this, you need an insert guy. They can't shuffle. They have to sprint. Again, great compliment, me personally, for inside zone. This is a great place to get double teams if you don't really want to try to dive down the rabbit hole for duo and, and all that stuff. I think this is fantastic.
guys out there, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching again. Please hit the subscribe button, thumbs up, all that stuff. Please share it out, follow it, leave a review, all that good stuff. I can't thank you guys enough. So you guys, please, again, subscribe, hit all that to get updates on episodes. Thank you so much. This has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show. We're going to see you guys next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.